inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy and teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. Today, we're going to do some mining. Yeah. Remember, I come from Nevada. I was uh, born in Phoenix, Maricopa County, but I was raised in Nevada, and Nevada's the silver state. It was uh, created because there was lots of them silver in them darn hills, and so uh, uh, it was created as a mining state. And I want you to think about this as leaders. Don't we have a similar role? That we're looking through all this rock, all this dirt, all this uh, landscape. And what we're looking for is things of great value. Precious stones, maybe even some gold or some diamonds. And today I'm going to call the show Diamonds in the Rough. Because as leaders, that's our job. That's our job uh, because every single human being can be classified as a diamond in the rough. See, one thing I rail against in my training is good enough. G-O-O-D-N-U-F-F. Good enough to get by, good enough for government work, good enough for tenure, good enough for the Biden administration, good enough that he or she doesn't walk out the door and leave a note on the wall and take the kids with them. G-O-O-D-N-U-F-F. What are you comparing yourself to? See, this is the key. If we're comparing ourselves to other people, we might accept good enough. If we think we're doing better than the schmo in the cubicle next to us and that's our standard, you know, it it doesn't work that way. Because uh, a lot of times we compare ourselves to people at a much lower standard. You know, like people do this in their marriage. Well, at least we're not. Well, at least we're not cheating on each other. Well, at least we're not hitting each other. Well, at least we're not. If you have to defend your relationship or yourself by at least I'm not or at least we're not, can I suggest to you, you're living in this place called good enough. G-O-O-D-N-U-F-F. And see, we don't really know our potential. We don't really know what's possible. And today we're going to have a couple leaders share with you. People who just went through my training last week. Uh, and talk about this unlimited potential, because that is my my mini mission, if you will, to help people maximize the potentials they were created with, because we all fall short of the glory of God, Romans 3.23 says. And I love words, and, and technically the word sin uh, is a is a archery term. What it means is to miss the mark. See, we've all been given gifts, talents, and resources, some traumas, some dramas, uh, and what we do with those equate to how we turn out. And most of us settle for good enough. And our job is to work to be the best version of ourselves. That's why I say we are under construction. We are working to be a little bit better today than yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today. 
that's under construction. In the corporate world, we call it lean manufacturing, six sigma, lean sigma. In the training world, we call it leadership awakening. And you can read about that at likeitmatters.net because you're going to hear from two people whose lives were changed uh, in 48 hours in my training. And again, this is my 30-year anniversary. I've been doing this now for 30 years. Uh, and uh, this week, we're having people who went through my training and who the training changed their life because that's what I do. And that's what I've been doing for 30 years. You know, diamonds are as old as the universe itself. Most of them are found deep beneath the Earth's surface and need to be excavated from molten rock, which we call kimberlite. On the average, think about this, more than 20 tons of kimberlite must be processed in order to procure just one diamond. Man, how many people do we need to go through? to find someone who's truly willing to lay it all out, to commit everything they've got, heart, body, and soul. You're going to listen to people today whose lives have been changed, but who went in there realizing that they were in their own way, that they had to get out of the way and let God be God. Uh, Stop overthinking what he's doing and trust. And you're going to hear from a graduate who said that her biggest block in life was a fear of risking it all. See, no armor on the back like a samurai warrior. When the samurai warrior went into battle, he wore armor all over the front, all over the sides, but he never wore armor on the back. Why? Because he would lose face. He would disgrace himself. He gave his word that he would never retreat, that he would never surrender. And so he never entertained the possibility of retreating. So in order to do that, he would never wear armor on the back. And we need to be like that samurai warrior. God is looking for people of great faith, people who are willing to give it all they got, like that samurai that you're listening to right now. And so I want you to think about this. Going back to this thing about a diamond, uh, it's in all this kimberlite. See, what we have to do, we have to crush the surrounding rock. See, the stuff that is separating that that kimberlite from the diamond, we got to separate the kimberlite from the diamond. We got to crush everything around it. That's why it's called a diamond in the rough. The rough diamond, once it's pulled out of all the excess and all the dross or whatever you want to call it, is then cut by sawing or cleaving. See, it's called brooding. Brooding is a process by which two diamonds are set into spinning axles turning in opposite directions, and they sharpen each other. Isn't that incredible? You need something as powerful as a diamond to shape something as hard as a diamond. And that's what I do in my training. You know, a diamond in the rough uh, is an individual that really has uncultivated manners or has this great intrinsic merit and value, but doesn't see it. You know, it's a simile that comes from mining where the uncut, unpolished diamond resembles a hunk of worthless rock, but may, after processing, be both beautiful and very valuable. And that's what you can hear from people today. A diamond in the rough is a person or thing with exceptional qualities or characteristics that cannot be seen from the surface. It's a person who has good qualities despite a rough exterior, a person with great potential. A person of exceptional character or potential but lacking polish and refinement. One having exceptionally good qualities or the potential for greatness but lacking the polish and the refinement. It's basically an admirable person who is full of potential but lacks the social graces. The image of that of a raw gemstone that once cut and polished will shine. And ladies and gentlemen, that's us. 
we go through life and we get stuff attached to us. We get hurt. We get broken. We have walls. Uh, we have our, our heart guarded. And as before we're even on our own, we're just going through the motions. We've lost that, that passion, the power of our heart. See, the heart is the power base. And when we block it off, when we defend it, when we put walls around it because we've been hurt, we cut off the fuel source. And then all of our belief systems, all of our belief systems, what we start creating as we go through childhood, go through life. Well, I'm not good at speaking in public. Well, I'm not an emotional person. See, those are all programs. And left alone, they basically put us into autopilot. And then we just get into these ruts. And so what my training does is the shock value. It's like putting some sticks of dynamite into a mountain and it blows the thing up. So then you can separate that which is of great value from that which is of little value. And that's who we are, ladies and gentlemen. We have great value. But really what matters is what do we do with our past? Because our past can either make us bitter or better. And a lot of people have misfiled their past in their future. And so what I have to do is get you down to your common, the core beliefs, because everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief system. And yet a majority of our map reality, a majority of our core beliefs are in place by the time we're five years old. That's what Dr. Alfred Adler tells us. And most people never revisit. They never revisit their core belief systems. They never take a look at why they're doing what they're doing. And sometimes in life, you got to pull the car off the, the freeway of life. And that's what we do in Leadership Awakening. And after the break, you're going to hear from two people whose lives were forever changed because Mr. Black found the diamond in the rough. I'm Black. We'll be right back. I think you need a checkup from the neck up. Leadership Awakening impacts even the seasoned pros. Take a listen to these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self-development gurus, but I have never went through a training as difficult and as intense as that 48 hours that we went through. What we went through was absolutely amazing, and I'd love to share it with as many people as I could. I kept being told on how intense this training was going to be, that it was going to be difficult. And I mean, I've walked on hot fire. I've broken arrows. I've walked on glass. I've done so many things. I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. If you're ready to go to another level of awareness, go to likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. This is your hour of power where we help you live your life like it matters. Uh, and, you know, we are so blessed because today, as I told you, we're going to have a couple uh, recent graduates from Leadership Awakening join us. And this next woman is absolutely a diamond in the rough. She's a, a powerful young woman who blossomed, who came to her own in the class. And I'm excited that she's willing to join us. So let's go to the phone lines and let's welcome Ashley to Like It Matters Radio. How you doing, Ashley? Hi, Mr. Black. I'm doing great. I I am 
ecstatic to be here. I'm thankful that you asked me to come on and share with me the journey that I I experienced, a truly life-changing experience. Yeah. You know, you kind of hear that all the time. We should do this, do that. And, you know, a lot of people are skeptical. And you had a person in your class that was very skeptical that missed out on a lot. Because when we're skeptical and we don't have open hearts and open minds, we never truly reach the value that God created in us. And so uh, you trusted the process. And by the way, how did you get outside my hotel meeting room? How did you hear about Like It Matters? So I heard about it from a very good friend of mine, Patrick Mahaffey. He's actually a car medic um, Mm -hmm. person now. He's working with the company, and he referred me to take this class. And I am so glad that our (laughs) paths crossed. Everything happened for a reason. Um, And it's just been amazing how everything unfolded to get me into your class. Yeah, it was incredible. You, we had to reschedule you twice because of things, but that was the class that you were supposed to be, and you know that. You know how God works. Uh, we play chess. He he sits above the chessboard. Uh, you know we play checkers. So, um, uh, so you, uh, you're. Where do you live? I live in Raton, New Mexico. So that's northeastern New Mexico in a, a little itty bitty town. Awesome. And what do you do there? So I work at the NRA Whittington Center. We are one of the world's largest um, rifle ranges, rifle, pistol. We do outdoor activities. We do youth programs, women's programs. Uh, We teach people to have confidence in themselves and their abilities. We offer a lot of classes that, that build their skills in the shooting industry. Isn't that interesting to help them build their confidence? And, uh, you know, uh, what were you told about the class? I mean, what did you think you were going to? Why why did you decide to go? There must have been something you were looking for. What caused you to sign up? Yes. So I have been searching for a while now. I mean, at least a few years looking for direction, looking for guidance. And when this class, when Patrick first told me about this, I, I had been looking into leadership classes. I had been considering it. I wanted to expand my horizons, but I had no idea just what I was getting into <laughs> and what I was about to experience. Yeah, that makes me laugh whenever I hear it. You know, I've been doing this. This is my 30-year anniversary. And by the way, if you want to find out what she's talking about, go to likeitmatters.net. Yeah, I've, I've heard it so time, so many times. I get these leadership gurus. Uh, I done, I've done 200 leadership podcasts. I've I, I talk to the best leadership people, and, and yet I can't get them in my class because they're afraid, fear. And uh, my training is the ultimate true leadership training. Uh, there's nothing else out there like it. I don't care what you've been through. Uh, I know I've been doing this for 30 years. And so tell me, uh, you went into it because you wanted some leadership. What did you leave there with? What's different about Ashley today after f- spending 48 hours with Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening? I left there with a renewed sense of purpose, a renewed sense of direction. I left there feeling empowered, like I can climb to the top of a mountain and and project at the top of my lungs. (laughs) Amen. And you do it well, by the way. And those that don't don't know, um, Ashley is a beautiful young woman. She's intelligent. She's driven. She looks like a good old cowgirl. You got that cowgirl flair to you. Uh, and uh, I'll tell you, you were such a, one of my leaders in class, Ashley. Um, man, you, you brought so much to that group. Uh, and uh, your life has forever changed. I mean, what have you noticed different about yourself this week since you've been back? 
The first thing that I noticed was when I got home, um, and for the first time in a long time, probably years and years, I actually really seen my family. I didn't just look at them. I didn't just hug them, but I seen them. I looked into their faces, and I felt such a freedom and such a relief, such a love that I haven't had in a long time, and I haven't projected either. Um, so that was one of the biggest, most noticeable, <clears throat> most noticeable in in my life. Um, but I also just the empowerment that I feel is unexplainable. Words I don't have the words to explain it. Yeah, you felt, um, and that's the thing. See, I tell people what we do is we give you, uh, we don't give you a toolbox. We show you the toolbox that you've always possessed, right? And that's what I told you the first night. I'm not going to give you anything in this weekend. What I'm going to do is I'm going to provide an environment for you to unpack the toolbox that Jehovah gave you, that Yahweh, that Abba Daddy gave you. And these tools are tools you've always had. I just showed you a unique way to use them. Do you, do you think that's a fair analogy? Oh, yes, sir. Definitely. We, we always, like you said, we have it within us. It's just bringing it out and using it at the right time, at the right place, and believing in ourselves and the abilities that we have when we set our minds to it. Yeah, and that's what you said is so powerful to believe in yourself because a lot of people uh, are fake. I'm, and again, that's part of the human condition. You know, I, I call it hardened hearts and flaccid facades. I know that sounds weird, but we have hardened hearts. We we protect the quarterback. The quarterback is our heart, and because it's been damaged, because we've been let down, abused, violated, all kinds of things, we put walls around our heart, and then we put on these facades. Uh, we pretend to be who we want other people. To, to think we are, but I call them flaccid facades because with us enough pressure, those things collapse. And this weekend, right, I mean, if you could have chosen how to do this leadership class, it would have probably been soft and fluffy and can't we all just get along and watching some videos and PowerPoint presentations and then we have drinks at meals. But that wasn't your class, was it? <laughs> no, sir, not at all. And I am so thankful that it was. It went above and beyond anything I could have ever imagined. Yeah, it's intense, right? I mean, is it fair to say that was one of the most challenging things you've ever done? Oh, definitely. Definitely. One of my things, you mentioned it earlier, is a fear of risk. Um, And going into that class, stepping into that room, I had that. I felt like I was risking everything that has ever been imprinted into my mind. And I had to come face to face with that. Yep, and again, your your linguistics is so powerful. People are actually hearing you because, yeah, you had to come face to face with everything you believed about yourself. See, that's the key. Everything we do or do not do is driven by belief system. And let's be honest, a lot of beliefs that were put in there are not healthy. They were imprinted. The word you used is so powerful, uh, an imprint. I think of a concrete stamp, something with force that's pushed down with all our might, and then it makes an indent. It leaves a mark. 
mark. And that's exactly, you are correct, how a lot of people's belief systems got in place. And what I provide is a, a chance for a two and a half day experience to pull off the rat race of life, to pull your car off the freeway of life, and to really take a look at yourself. But I do intense because we have 48 hours to change lives. Uh, and that's almost impossible outside of knowing what you're doing. And so there was a lot of pressure, a lot of force. You, it, it was almost like a birthing experience or what I like to equate it to. When you put enough pressure on a carbon-based object, it, you get a diamond, right? <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, that is so cool. That is so cool. And what did you notice? You saw people from all walks of life, some who were Christian, some who were not. We had black people and brown people and white people and young people and old people, people from the east and people from the west. What did you notice about that group of people that became Team 231? What did you learn from them? I think one of the most impactful things that I learned over the course of this is that no matter what walk of life we're from, no matter what we have struggled with in our lives, no matter what challenges we previously faced, no matter what people have previously told us about ourselves, that when we come together as a team, when we support each other, when we believe in each other, when we encourage each other, when we have that support system, as well as trust, trust was a huge thing in the class. When we put all that together and believe in the process and believe in what is happening, we all accomplished things we would have never thought possible. Amen. And, you know, that's what's lacking in America. And we see it. You know, you had trust. You know, to me, trust and commitment go hand in hand. How can people trust you if they don't believe you're committed to them? And how can people commit to you if they can't trust you? And that's what's going on in America. We're pitting people against each other, the red people against the blue people, the Trump people against the Biden people, the people who think that anybody that wants a vaccine should get one. And if they don't want them, shouldn't have to. And the people that want to jab everybody in the arm. And they were pitting them against each other, closed-minded, there's no trust, we can't trust our elections anymore, we can't trust our elected officials, and so you saw how we can group, bring a group of total strangers from all walks of life, from all backgrounds together and build a family, and I believe that we can change America if we get every single person in this training, including our elected official, we can change America. What would you say to someone right now, we're getting ready to wrap this up, Ashley, that has been listening to me for years and never considered going Why should somebody go to training? If you're out there questioning things in life, questioning direction, questioning where you want to be in life, what you want to do, what you want to accomplish, this class will reveal so much to you. It'll help you build and become the person that you are destined to be. And it doesn't matter what walk of life you're from. It will truly change your entire perspective on life and give you a renewed sense of hope. Amen. Amen. That's the music. We've got to wrap this up. Ashley, you rock. I'm so honored that you trusted us and went for it. God bless you. And we'll talk soon. Okay, my friend. Thank you, Mr. Black. You guys have a great day. All right. You too. I am black today. We're talking about diamonds in the rough. We'll be right back. Amen. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that backhoe over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. 
The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. Today, we're talking about diamonds in the rough. The whole concept of diamonds in the rough is about unmet potential. It's about seeing something of great value that is around other stuff that doesn't see its value. And it's about separating it out and cleaning it up. And that's really what Leadership Awakening does. It helps us find all these incredible diamonds in the rough and lets them shine. And with that said, let's go to the phone lines and let's go to line number three and let's welcome Ryan to Like It Matters Radio. How are you doing, Ryan? I'm good, Mr. Black. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm glad you're here. And again, I always like to correct my recent graduates, say, you're not good. You're great. You're doing really good. It's been a good week so far, hasn't it? It's been a great week. Yeah, awesome. Now, you're a car medic, so uh, what, what what changed? I mean, usually people go to the car medic, and I'm the first person they meet after they sign up for car medic and go into their training. But usually there's a reason. Uh, they, they, they're switching careers. They're switching lives. They want something new. What brought you to the outside of my hotel meeting room on Thursday? What was it? So I detailed cars since I was about 19. I'm 26 years old now. And a gentleman by the name of Josh Whiteman uh, would come to my dealership, and I've known him for years. Well, within the last two years, he just pulled me uh, – actually, a, a year ago, he pulled me to the side, and he said, you know, I've been watching your work ethic. I've been watching the amount of work that you put in. And he actually also used to be a detailer, so he said, I, I just want to give you the same opportunity that I had. And if you're, if you're willing to take it, the opportunity's here. And from there, we could just kind of develop this relationship and went out and had lunch and, and just talked over. And I thought that this was going to be the best opportunity for my wife and my daughter. So I prayed about it, and God gave me a piece about it, and here I am. Oh, that's so cool. So undoubtedly, your uh, your sponsor uh, saw you as a diamond in the rough. Is that what he was saying? That you have so much potential, uh, your hard work yeah. ethic and your heart of God. And he saw your heart. He saw your work ethic. And he said, there's more there. There's more there. And so so there you go. You you sign up for car medic. You're starting a brand new uh, career. You're going to be a business owner. Uh, and then you show up to that hotel meeting room. And the first thing you do is meet Mr. Black. So when the thing got started, you met me and all this happened you know the start the the beginning of the class what was going through your head were you excited were you like oh no i mean what was your thought process <laughs> well funny story let me tell you this is uh moments before i knew nothing about this i knew absolutely nothing and standing out in the hall i heard somebody say like yeah i, I think they're uh, christians i think they're christians well when i got off the elevator i could only see the side door so i was making sure i wasn't late and it says do not enter and so I naturally open up the door to make sure I'm not late. And that's where I was <laughs> greeted by Mrs. Black. And she was like, can you read the door here? This says don't enter. And I was just like, man, is, is this the fruit of the spirit? Like, what am I walking into? 
<laughs> and uh, then I met I met uh, Mr. Black in the hallway, and he came out. Yeah. And I tell you what, I, whatever I had in my head that this was going to be like, uh, within the first minute of meeting Mr. Black, it, it all shattered my expectations, and, and I knew to just buckle up. Well, I'll tell you, man, you are you are the definition of a diamond in the rough. You know, uh, God says, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans for hope in the future. That's Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, And then Ephesians 2.10 says, for I have uh, prepared for you in advance good works for you to walk through. And in other words, God's has it all laid out. We just have to be willing to believe uh, and then commit because without faith, it's impossible. Please, God. And that's what you did on Thursday night. Uh, and man, uh, tell me the value of this training. I mean, you spent two days with me, 48 hours. How much do you value that experience that you went through in Leadership Awakening? Well, I tell you what, Mr. Black, uh, going into it, um, I just, I knew that God has a call and a purpose and a plan for my life. And I knew that sometimes that I get in the way of that. And uh, what you showed me was you, you gave a quick um you gave me a quick lesson and I was sitting in a chair and I had my hood up and, and you came behind me and you pulled my hood down and uh, you addressed me after and you said, stop hiding. And that that spoke deep to my spirit because you know what? God, God has healed me from cancer. He's, he's given me a testimony and, and it is time to be on the lampstand. It's, it's not time to hide. And you really show me like, that I have, a, I have a plan. I have a calling for my life, and I don't need to hide from it. I need to be everything that God called me to be, and that really stood out to me, even up until now. Wow, well, that's powerful, and and it was. I mean, you are incredible. I I feel blessed that I had uh, two people that I consider a warriors for God in the class, uh, and God uh, allowed me to to water or to prune or to seed. I don't know what it is. You know, it's First Corinthians chapter three. You know, who is Paul? Who's Barnabas? You know, some of yeah. us plant, some of us water, some of us harvest, but it really is God who does all the that's increase and. Uh, uh, yeah, it's powerful. And I saw uh, your huge potential. I saw a lot of pain, a lot of hurt. And yeah, when I saw that hood on there, it was like spirit said, and I yanked it. I didn't pull it down. I yanked yeah. it down. And people don't know our demeanor at that moment in this training, but it's very intense, very separate. I didn't ask your permission. I, you weren't even looking at me when I did it. I went behind you and just yanked it down and said, quit hiding. And I believe mm-hmm. that was from the spirit himself. You know, uh, I had one of your students, you know, that's what well, said, well, I didn't realize I was going to be in a spiritual class. And you heard me say, this is not a spiritual class. I've been doing this training for 30 years, trained Coca-Cola, Kraft, Nabisco, the Army. Uh, police officers get 30 post-certified credits. Uh, you know, uh, I, I, this is real, real training. Uh, this is raw. This is powerful. Uh, this is real. I'm not there to be your buddy, not there to be your friend. I'm there to provide you an environment where you can create change in 48 hours. Uh, and it's tough, correct, Ryan? Would you say it's one of the toughest things you've done? It is one of the toughest things that I've done, without a doubt. Yeah, and uh, we we make you look at yourself, right? And we go through the fiery furnace. Uh, you 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 left as much as you gained. Is that fair to say? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. What would you say? What is the the biggest thing you're noticing different about yourself this week? Because otherwise, it's just a feel good. I don't want. I'm not interested in feel good. I want to know uh, fruit. What What have you noticed different about yourself this week? Honestly, it was coming together and learning to love these people. Uh, 
well, there's an exercise, and I won't get too into it, but looking people in in their eyes and seeing them as souls and not just objects, and growing out and coming out of this classroom, this bond that this class has created, I don't think that we could be as far as productive or anything uh, without going through this class. And yeah. it has taught me to truly love and and to serve and I'm just extremely grateful for for the class and the entire process from the beginning to the end. Yeah, and it's not a spiritual class. I mean, uh, I mean, sorry, it's not a religious class. But the the guy leading is a man of God. So from the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. And yeah, scripture comes out of me. I I tie it all together: the physiological, the psychological, the biological, the theological, the sociological. Mm-hmm. I, I tie it all together in a way that it makes sense. I mean, it brings a lot of clarity to to your life, to your past, and where you're going. Correct. A hundred percent. I love that it connects with everything. I, I was worried, honestly, at first. I was like, is, is, is this just going to be strictly business cutthroat and go against things that I believe in values and principles that I hold? And I was just very grateful that, that God put a man of God. Um, again, not to say that the class is just spiritual because it's not. It applies far more. But, but I'm so grateful that it is a man of God. And it, it is things that I was very, very happy to be a part of. Well. Well, and again, you're an incredible leader. And, you know, I'm reading your share your fire handout that you filled in right before uh, you you were done. It said, briefly share what your biggest block in life or business was before attending. And you said, getting out of my own way and let God work. Stop overthinking what he is doing and trust him. And and see, you had to trust me. You had to trust Carmedic. You had to trust God. Uh, and you had to trust me. See, people miss. Why can't people commit? Because they can't trust. Because they've been violated because they've been disappointed because they've been let down and trust and commitment go together how can someone commit to you if they can't trust you and how can someone trust you if they don't believe you're committed to them and so you got what you got out of it and you were one of my leaders because you trusted and by trusting you were able to commit and that's what created such outcome. Uh, and man, uh, I'm so proud of you. And let me read what you wrote in the last one here. So under number four, what what are you now excited or passionate about? You said, I'm excited to be the man of God I've been chosen to be. No longer will I think of myself as useless in the hand of God. He is either the God who multiplied bread or not, who healed the blind or not, who split the Red Sea or not. The good news, he is. So you're, you're, you're out there with confidence, not only who God is, but who you are is that fair to say yeah a hundred percent i in this last two years of my walk with the lord i know that he's called me to be more and i'm a pretty quiet reserved guy but you know sometimes there is a time to be the shepherd boy in the field but there's also a time and a season that god calls us to be kings and and we are to be a leader and we are to be loud and we are to lead others and and how can i how can I lead others to Jesus Christ if I'm not willing to be bold in this world and, and be loud and, and point them to the King? Amen. I will be placed on a lampstand to be the light of the world, the salt of the earth, a house set on a hill. And you don't do that under a, a lampstand. You don't do that in silence. And Jesus Christ is the Lamb of God and the Lion from the tribe of Judah. He can roar and he can lay down and he expects the same from us. So I'm proud of you, brother. Uh, man, you're a good friend, a good brother, and we're going to walk together until God brings us home. So I appreciate your time. God bless you, my friend. We'll talk soon, okay? Hey, God bless you, Mr. Black. All right, buddy. Talk to you soon. You know, ladies and gentlemen, you can change. 
You just got to know how to do it. You need to put yourself in the right environment. And that's what we do at likeitmatters.net. I don't care how good your life is or how much is struggling. If you want the next level, if you want more in a life, this is what I do. That's why I have these people come on the radio and talk to you because there are billions, billions of diamonds in the rough. And until we get cleaned up, until we get rid of the excess, until we get rid of the dross, that stuff that has no value, that takes away from our great value. And that's what we do at likeitmatters.net. We help you maximize the potentials you were created with. I am Black. Today we're talking about diamonds in the rough. And we'll be right back. If I can change, then you can change. Everybody can change. Give me 48 hours and I will give you a new beginning. Give me 48 hours and I will give you hope. Give me 48 hours and I will give you your power back. Because between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is your freedom. It is your power. At Like It Matters Leadership Awakening, 48 hours will change the course of your life. Discover the very purpose of your life, along with the ability to achieve. Give Mr. Black 48 hours in the next Leadership Awakening. Sign up at likeitmatters.net slash schedule. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio, where we're living life like it matters. Man, is it so lucky to be me? I mean, these two individuals, these two diamonds in the rough that shared their experience with you, this is what I've been doing for 30 years. This is what I do every three to four weeks. It's not easy. I go into classes with trepidation. Most of the times I don't want to go in class because I know I'm going to have to give everything I got. I know people are going to be offended by me early on. I'm not there to be their buddy. I'm there to put some pressure on them. Why? So we can help them find for themselves their own diamond in their rough. You know, Ashley, uh, you had heard from Ashley. Here's what Ashley said at the end of uh, her class. She said, the benefits in class today that I learned is to always expect the unexpected and to be ready to face them head on, which is why I wear my armor in the front. I will not fear the unknown. I will move toward it with purpose and passion. I will project my voice and my goals over all the noise that the world creates. I will not give in to fear and I will take the risk. I've seen that is just as important and rewarding to cheer others on and to encourage and push them to reach their full potential. I will go forward and push other people to be the best version of themselves. Man, could you imagine if our government felt that way? Could you imagine if that was a mission statement of the Biden administration and we we're supposed to heal this country instead? We're turning anybody that doesn't believe in what he believes in into enemies of the state. I never thought in America that if you didn't agree with a political person, that you would be called an enemy of the state. And that's on a lot of you out there that you allow that. That should not be acceptable. We got to come together. I do it every single weekend in my training, all walks alive, all income levels, all political beliefs, all religious beliefs. And in two and a half days, they are family. But we got to respond to the pressure. Today, pressure shuts us down. But pressure needs to make us more into the image of God, more into our potential. I think of the, the three things, a diamond, a pearl, and a swan. Think about it. Let me give you a couple of facts. 
Did you know that before a diamond becomes this beautiful entity, it was once made out of carbon? In Filipino, it's called yuling. It must go through under a high temperature and intense pressure, then would quickly rush down towards the Earth's surface to cool. And through the years, this process brings the crystal transformation that becomes the diamond. And so what's the lesson here? Being a diamond is not just about perfection and beauty. Its essence is in the process of improving itself through time from hard work, withstanding all the pressure from all around you, and eventually, you know, you can shine bright like a diamond. Now, how about a pearl? Think about these things we value, right? We value diamonds, and we know how a pearl, right? A pearl is produced inside clamshells. A clamshell would usually settle on the seabed to get food from its surroundings. Once it's open, it creates wave pressure that causes particles such as dirt and sand to go inside the shell, thus leading to, what is it? Irritation. The shell's reaction to the irritation that produces a tear-like particle on the muscles, which grows and becomes the pearl, which again is of great value. What's the lesson? A pearl is a product of irritation, irritation, bad vibes, discomfort, pressure, whatever you want to call it. And these things are inevitably part of work, part of life. Accepting the irritation and turning it into redemptive growth experience is really one of the jobs of a leader. You ever seen a swan? Right? Swans are animals known for representing elegance, beauty, their grace, right? Graceful like a swan. That's all going on above water. But if you were to get one of those split cameras where you could see underwater, you would see something totally different. They're actually paddling pretty hard, pretty fast underneath just to stay afloat and not to go under. So what's the lesson here? Like a swan, no matter how much you're struggling, no matter how hard you feel inside, which may be brought about by work or life itself, you must stay calm on the surface and show that you have grace under pressure. But where do you learn this? You don't learn this in school. You don't learn this by reading a book. You don't learn learn this by listening to a podcast, I hate to tell you, or listening to a radio show. You know how we learn through experience. We learn by doing. We learn by trial and error. We learn by failing and then having to pick ourselves up, dust ourselves off, and hit it again and again and again and again. It's like gold, right? My dad, when we were younger, my dad, we'd go mining in Nevada. You know, we were real poor, and so my dad was going to hit it big. We'd get the little pan, and we'd sift through some things. We'd go out, and it'd be a fun day, but we never got in gold. We never got in gold. But if we would have, you know what we would have to do? We got a chunk of, of, of rock, and we thought there was some gold in there. You would have to put it in the refiner's fire. Now, the refiner's fire is an intense heat, And it's so intense, so much friction, so much pressure that actually melts that rock into liquid. Now, you might be thinking, well, what did that rock do to you? Well, that didn't do anything to you. Why are you putting such pressure on it? See, we put pressure on it so we can get the great value, so we can separate that which is of great value from that which has no value. Great value is called gold. No value is called dross. And so what you do, you put it under such pressure that you actually melt that rock. And in liquid form, now you can separate out the two. And so one side you have that which is of great value, which is the gold, and that which is of no value, which is the dross. And that is us. We go through life and things attach to us. Belief systems, trauma, drama. We start believing old lies. We start letting 
past experiences control our future? And before we're even on our own, we're numb, we're dead, our heart's closed off. We have to cut ourselves to feel. We have to have multiple partners to share our bed with to feel anything because we're lost. I deal with this. I've been doing this 30 years. And what I do is I get them in my class and I put some pressure on them in a safe place. I teach people how to how to live their lives like it matters. You can't read about it. You can't be lectured about it. We learn by doing. I learned a long time ago as a student of people that people learn best what they see, hear, and feel. And so I have a, a process that works. You don't have to figure it out. You don't have to do any preparatory work. All you gotta do is commit. You go in the process and you trust. See, that's why a lot of people can't commit. We don't trust anything anymore. I mean, we can't trust the media, right? You realize how many people I've told uh, about how great my training is? You know what I hear a lot? Oh, I've done something like that. Oh, been there, done that. Oh, I teach those type of classes. Oh, I have a podcast with 200 episodes where I've had people who teach those things on there. And so now everybody's a know-it-all. But yet people are afraid to step in class, uh, we were working to do a class in Boise and it didn't work out. And the guy who was setting it up, uh, when one of his friends had got me on the phone with him and I had said a few things and the guy told me how he was a guru. He, he did all this leadership training. He does all these podcasts. He's been to all this stuff, how blessed he is, how lucky he is. He loves leadership. I go, Oh my gosh. Well, if you're a guru, like I'm a guru on this stuff, you're going to eat this up because you're going to see a totally different experience. And so I'm working to get him in this, this class. And then, so uh, a couple days later, the guy who was helping me set this up says, ah, uh, it's not, it's not going to go. And there's one guy, you really offended him. You really offended him. You, you need to keep your ego in check. You, all you did was talk about yourself. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. And you know what? He was so offended about that. I said, guru. And amazing. What a great leader, right? So uh, a process that he should do that would benefit him, that if he was a child of God would tell him to go there. But because someone said one word he didn't like, and then now me and this guy aren't even friends anymore. I mean, he basically trashed me, attacked me from that. Uh, and I said, well, I don't need that. No, thank you. Have a great day. Uh, I'll bring my training elsewhere. But see, all it did was put a little pressure on this guy on a phone call. And now I've become the son of Satan, El Diablo. See, this is what we're dealing with. We're dealing with, we got stuff. And the problem is this stuff comes out at weird times. That's why I equate us to a sponge. Because when a sponge gets squeezed, the only thing that can come out of it is what's in it. And so when you get squeezed, what comes out of you? Anger, bitterness, ego, uh, self-righteousness. And it's not like you're evil. We all do that. But this is an opportunity to take a 100% honest look at ourselves, to take that mirror and to look at our lives and to say, what's the next level? What's next? Because God calls us to more. Because our families need more. Because our companies need more. Because America needs more. And that's what, if you're not willing to settle for good enough, this is what I'm doing. I'm not here to be your buddy. I'm going to say and do things you don't like. Guess what? So is your spouse. So is your parents. So is your kids. When did we get to a country where if you don't agree with everything another person says, that you uh, excommunicate them, that you extradite them from your life? Ladies and gentlemen, we're better than this. We're better than this. You got to decide, what are you going to be like? You're going to be a diamond? You're going to be a pearl? You're going to be a swan? You're going to be a, a precious metal called gold? Or are you going to be a victim? Or are you going to feel sorry for yourself? 
Are you going to be one of the hateful people out there that's ready to rip off the people that don't think like you politically? Ladies and gentlemen, we're better than this. If you want to experience the diamond in the rough, if you want to see your potential, this is why I do this radio show. This is why you need to go to likeitmatters.net. I am Mr. Black, helping you to become the version of yourself that you truly want to be, reminding you that when you live your life like it matters, it does. One of the ways you get street cred is victimhood. You darn tootin'. You have been listening to Mr. Black, Master Trainer for Like It Matters. Please find us on Facebook by searching LIM Radio. Make sure to follow us, like our posts, and share with others. Also, search YouTube for Like It Matters. Be sure to like and subscribe to our channel. And for more information on how we can help you live life like it matters, go to likeitmatters.net where you can find more information on our transformational training, our life coaching, counseling, our radio show, and other ways we help you continue the journey of living life like it matters.